So Atlas Motors. Yes. We interviewed Mark Hanschen, what, two weeks ago? Thereabouts. The CEO of the company. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a company that I feel like most people have heard of, but not enough people know enough about it. Yes. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They, they know of its existence. Right. They're in the market to bring an electric pickup truck to market. Right. And the reason they stand out among the rest is they're very ambitious specs, 500-mile range, 15-minute uh, charge time, base price of $45,000, which doesn't come with 500-mile range. It comes with 300-mile range, but besides the point, mm -hmm. they're, they're, their specs are top of the line. Mm-hmm. No one has hit any specs, even in their future cars. Not Rivian, not Tesla. Well, Tesla's hitting 500 miles. Not 15-minute charge time. That is true. Not even not even close to 15-minute charge time. So, now that we've had a few weeks to let it marinate, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on this company? <clears throat> well, uh, as with all startups... I have to take a very cautious stance on my outlook. Uh, obviously, with the environment as it has been for the past few months in the EV world, going SPAC crazy, lots of promises from some companies that uh, aren't looking so hot right now, uh, it's probably the smarter choice to stay cautious with any new automaker or any new company really trying to uh, have really high aspirations for their product. Uh, with that being said, um, I have to say that Atlas is handling it in a more subdued manner. I'm getting the impression that whilst these specs are very good, they're not particularly loud about it almost to a detrimental point that I don't feel like a lot of people know enough about the company but um, I think with how things are right now it's better to stay on the side of caution rather than to try and make yourself look as big as you possibly can and then potentially fail to deliver on any of your promises so I do commend them for for the most part keeping their head down into trying to get all of their things to work um with all that being said they have a lot of work to do uh and i mean a lot of work because not only do they want to just create a new car from the ground up which as we all know in itself is a very hard task to do uh, and they want to do that with great specs on top of it which makes it even exponentially harder but they're trying to come up with their own batteries down from a cell level that can sustain their super fast charge times from chargers that they're also going to plan to have produced and installed so they also want a charging network to go along with their new car and then if that wasn't difficult enough they're trying to have uh, a novel way of getting the car uh, you, you can still purchase the car like you would any other car but they're, they're also going to offer a subscription plan where Every couple years, you can return the car, or as we learned in the, <clears throat> excuse me, as we learned in the interview, 
parts of the car can be replaced with newer components whilst you're subscribing to it. So, you know, that's a system that isn't really being done, uh, even by well-established automakers who probably have the funds and the know-how how to do it, but they haven't even done it yet. So Atlas has a lot of things that they want to do in many different spaces. Um, and obviously you have to be cautious about it because even just doing one of those things is going to be hard for any sort of company and they want to do, they want to do it all. And, uh, you know, it, it, it seems like they have some confidence there. It seems that the ethos in the company is, well, we'll just, we're, we're not, we're not going to make any big waves. We're not going to be asking for, you know, billions and billions of dollars. We're going to try and let our work speak for itself. And then we'll try and get people to come and invest or do other things. So do I, <clears throat> do I think that they'll be able to do everything? I don't know at this point, as we've seen, the team is still relatively small pretty small in fact and they have there's a lot of positions that they need to be uh filled in um so i'm just taking the stance of uh being cautious about it um and uh yeah that's 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 the impression i'm getting there's there's a lot going on and a lot they have to do something really important that you mentioned is is the fact that they're a startup, or at least that's what you call them, and, and I really agree with that. I feel like most people see an automaker and they think, oh, cars are hard. There's no way anyone can just make a car. So they assume every automaker, new is new automaker, is this massive company with billions of dollars in backing. They just assume it's one day coming into fruition, and it's it's not. This is this is a startup. Mm-hmm. They have, they've got a little over two million in funding in their first round. Mm-hmm. Now they're seeking another twenty-five million, which mm-hmm. they've only uh, collected about one point seven million of. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of money in terms of cars. Right. How, how much has Tesla spent last year in just R and D? It's ridiculous. So that's that's something that people really need to separate when looking at a company like this. Companies like uh, Nikola have left a pretty bad taste in everyone's mouths. Yeah. Because I would argue that they were probably at the same stage and still are at the same stage as someone like Atlas. Except they upsold an entire company and they went public and now they have, I don't know how many billions of dollars in cash on hand. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. They do have the billions of dollars in cash on hand now and they didn't yesterday. You look at someone like Fisker as well. Again, I would argue that Atlas is currently at the same stage that Fisker's at. Except Fisker did a reverse merger and now has a billion dollars cash on hand. Mm -hmm. So is this idea to remain private, to try to collect public funding without actually going public in the New York Stock Exchange or related, Mm -hmm. is is that the right move? From a personal standpoint, it's a very noble idea i think um as we know atlas markets itself towards the working class um people you know with their trucks are designed for working class people with their air compressor outlets to support you know power tools and whatnot so 
there's this thing where working class America values integrity and honesty and stuff like that. And um, Atlas seems to be trying to make itself look like a very, you know, a company with a lot of integrity and honesty. And from what Mark told us, you know, as I said, that, that does seem to be the way they're going. Um, they're trying to have the product speak for itself and they're not trying to upsell themselves at this point right now. Um, but as I said initially, they're almost keeping their heads down too much to the point where, from a business standpoint, uh, you know, money's not going to materialize because of your honesty, uh, unfortunately. And to to do what they need to do, they need that $25 million to come up with a factory so they can start with the production of their uh, cars. So production of their concept. Yeah. Of their which will then eventually, you know, be for after 250 million more dollars, I believe is what they state they would need to get right. this car into production. So, so they need money obviously. And uh, this is where, you know, businesses get uh, the, the, the evil eye from the general public because to get money, you're going to have to be kind of loud, boisterous. You might have to make white lies here and there. <clears throat> you might have to have some overpromises that you might get to or might not so that you can convince investors to give you money. Which I think they are doing. I wouldn't give them too much credit in the honesty and noble department. I haven't seen a 15-minute charge time of a 500-mile range car. They can achieve it small-scale, sure. Mm -hmm. I also haven't seen a 300-mile ranged uh, battery on a $45,000 car. Well, we haven't seen so, a prototype, period. Correct, but if they haven't made the prototype, how can they give me these numbers? That's if true. they don't know what they're able to achieve. If companies like Tesla, if companies like Rivian, Workhorse, uh, Lordstown, if they can't hit these specs, how am I supposed to believe a company that has little to no funding with 17 employees and know that they need $250 million just to get a car into production, mm -hmm. how I expect to believe that they know the specs of their abilities prior to even trying? Who knows? I mean, that seems to be the, 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 the trend for cars four or five years out to just have a target goal. They just never, never say it's a target goal. They just say these are the planned specs. No, I, I do believe they have full intention of trying. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't believe that this is a get-rich-quick scheme, let, let's drag a bunch of investors in and, and just, you know, bankrupt. I, I think they are trying, and I think that they hopefully get enough to continue. Mm -hmm. But they might be overstating what's possible. That's certainly a fact. Um, I mean, obviously, I can't audit the company. I'm not there in the... In, in... I'm not there in the offices to, to, to check everything, but that is, of course, a risk with any company and this company, too. You know, there's no working prototype at this point. I mean, maybe the individual pieces they have here and there, but how they all work together, can they all be done efficiently to put together? We still don't know. And um, so, yeah, so back to the initial... Um, should they have been louder? Should they be louder? Uh, I don't know. Uh, companies like Nikola, as you said, have definitely left a sour taste in everyone's mouth. And Nikola was at least 
you know, they had uh, this big headquarters. You had Trevor saying the right things. They had more than 20 employees. They at least had a couple semis physically. There was at least, uh, you know, there was at least something to look at. But here, you try to have a company convince the the majority of the public that they're going to come up with a 500-mile-ranged pickup truck. And you look quickly into their even website and see that they're still desperately in need of cash that they are fully relying on public funding to get. And they don't even have a working prototype and there's not even 20 people in the company. Even if they were loud about it, I don't know how many investors would um, put their faith in, in the company. After speaking with a, Mark, would you be willing to invest? Well, that's a very loaded question. You're really going to pull me on the spot right now. Given the situation where you are an investor seeking investment, is Atlas a company you have enough faith in? At this point, uh, no. Um, Not with the intention that I don't believe in Mark or don't trust in Mark. I, I like you said, I fully believe that they that the team is trying to come up with these specs and they're trying to do well by anyone that has invested in them. However, I'm personally too uh, early in this process where I feel comfortable with investing any you know large amounts of money. Um, obviously, that's a catch twenty two because you're relying on people to give you money, but at the same time, those people aren't. You know, coming out with the prototypes are very, very big. Obviously, one for just the development of everything. You can test to see if everything works. But two, it's something so very tangible that anyone looking at the company can point to and be like, okay, here's a prototype. Well, the for 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 months on months with with Nicola, we were looking to see the the Badger, just a prototype of the Badger. But we never got to see an actual prototype. We just got pictures here and there, and that that fueled so much speculation and doubt in the company because no one would just show a car uh, of any sorts. And once, if, if, if anyone at Nikola even just showed a, a working prototype or some sort of, you know, even the shell of a different car, but the powertrain is completely Nikola's IP and stuff like that, there, it, it would have, people would have gained a little bit more confidence in the company. So, um, we're at this point where they're going to, you know, people looking at, 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 at Atlas's little battery tests, which might be technologically sufficient, people are just going to see a battery being charged. They're not seeing an entire car on four wheels moving around, and that's going to be a big barrier for people to put trust in the company. That's kind of a downside from a investor standpoint, because yeah honesty is good and yes i understand wanting to have an actual product that works before you try to you know uh gloat about it but the thing with someone like nicola you know trevor milton their founder he lied through his teeth to get to where they were but here's the thing now they're there now they have the billions of dollars they need Mm -hmm. so will nicola outlast someone like atlas probably as of right now nicola has a higher chance of surviving than atlas even though both are kind of 
not really there. Right. Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, I would love for investments to be based on products that at least can be proven to exist. Uh, but with how stocks and the stock market is right now, it's all about promises and outlooks in the future. And um, people are more than willing to part with their money for some sort of promise of a product that doesn't even exist right now. Do you think Atlas will get enough money? <clears throat> uh, Do you think they'll even fill this uh, reggae? This, this $25 million they're seeking, they're only at $1.7 It's been, I don't know, maybe a month. I mean, given that, personally, I feel that having a prototype body is the biggest, like, the best thing they could do to attract investors. Um, the fact that that's closed off behind the $25 million prerequisite to have. I don't know if... I don't know if they're going to gain enough um, notoriety... To, 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 to come up with $25 million and it, you know, it, it sucks. Cause I'm always here for, you know, competition and, um, but I don't know. I, I, it's, it just seems that the, hopeful, the, the hype doubtful. isn't there. Yeah. I'm hopeful, but doubtful, but the, the, the hype doesn't seem to be there. I mean, even I think across the EV space as a whole, the hype's kind of a little bit like not dead, but it's, it's plateaued, you know, Fisker's having their reverse merger and it's not like the stock is shooting up to 80 bucks like it did with Nikola. So <clears throat> I don't know. And I mean, right now it's an overall terrible time in, in the stock market and investors at the time of recording. So that definitely doesn't help. Um, it's uh, an electric truck is definitely seen as something of a luxury rather than a necessity. So it's, it's 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 hard to imagine twenty five million dollars coming in from the general public. Do I think some sort of you know investment bank might give it a shot? Maybe, but I don't know. Hopefully, because I'd like to see this story continue for 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 their sake. Uh, I I do. I mean, Mark did say that while they're not actively pursuing something like a SPAC, they are listening. So if push comes to shove and they need to get this prototype out and they don't have enough money, um, maybe, maybe they'll, 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 uh, expand the avenues of investment into the company. But, uh, at, at, at this point, it's, it's very, it's very low key. The, the thing with Atlas is they don't really have a thing that makes them stand out. <clears throat> they were one of the first founded in 2016, but everyone seems to now that that's competing seems to now be much further ahead and like nicola had their whole hydrogen hydrogen's the future that's what they're selling you on a different outlet the next tesla mm -hmm. uh fisker has his name the mm -hmm. fact that everyone's already heard of the fisker karma the fisker brand he's been building cars for decades mm -hmm. tesla of course being you know the first right Everyone else that's left is kind of left uh, competing with each other, and Atlas seems to be in last place. You have Lordstown trying to make a commercial electric truck. You have Workhorse trying to make a commercial. Well, I don't know if they've canceled the project, but well, they they're having deals with like UPS to keep their name in the in the in the in the news. Rivian obviously had yeah, investments yeah. from Rivian. fuck from from everyone. 
to get them starts production in the next what six months yeah they got the amazon orders for the, the cyber truck starts at the end of next year mm-hmm. there there's a lot in this space going on and apart from their outrageous specs that are questionable like whether or not they can be achieved there's not much that stands atlas out apart from that 15 minute charge time and price tag like everything else everyone else has it's not much ota updates everyone's got it 240 120 volt everyone's got it i mean their future i i mean i'm no i'm no marketing genius obviously but i feel like their future plan of five minute charging times is something that's really worth to be advertised if we look at something like uh let's say henrik fisker's solid state battery tech Mm -hmm. that he was talking about for the last three years we haven't heard about that in in like at least 12 months at least since they've gone through their reverse merger yeah so yeah it was it was a good thing to get them you know in the media but didn't get anywhere realistically Mm -hmm. is is this that is their five minute charge time their attempt to keep their name out there well i would say that if they were if they were um capitalizing that and advertising it but i don't i mean not much advertising is going on period but especially I mean, they're, they're doing a little bit with the small budget they right have. i mean yeah. you came on our podcast who are we <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but i mean i feel like that's something that could be really hammered home to be as their thing because as as we know we keep we keep repeating you know one of the barriers of owning an electric car for the average person has to do with just the whole entire charging experience whether it's lack of charging stations or how long it takes to charge a car i feel like someone hearing that their charge time could eventually be the same amount as a, a gas fill up is maybe can't be solely the reason that they would go to atlas but if Atlas can retain the specs that they're promising, it's going to be a good car nonetheless from a, from a, from a stats point of view. And then just the fact that they know that five-minute charging time is possible, it, it can get their foot in the door and get them interested in the, in, in the pickup truck. Um, but everything else, it's unless there's some sort of brand loyalty that, that that they're trying to muster up with their you know all american made integrity type of type of thing but everything else is more or less available in in any other car i mean their 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 modularity is pretty interesting replacing just components of the car but that's once again if they can even manage to achieve something that ambitious um that would be pretty cool to have just parts of the car be replaced every couple of years so that you stay up to date and not have to come up with buy a new car every couple of years. That's actually really cool. But once it seems get, like a great idea all around for right. everyone, honestly. Exactly. But then you come back as like, well, can they do it? I mean, we keep hammering home. This is a pretty small team. And we feel like every other big automaker has probably thought of this idea as well but they haven't executed for some for some reason so can atlas even do something that ambitious but if they can i mean that's that's a really big selling point to 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 anyone looking for a car i mean a modular car that's that's pretty sick but it all just comes back to can they can they do it can they accomplish it and it's we're still too early in the in the process to have a good understanding of if they can do it or not 
but there's faith. I'm cautiously optimistic. Given the opportunity, would you uh, go work for them? If I happen to be an engineer? Uh, yeah, because given startup culture, <clears throat> the majority of people who will go and, you know, take the time of their career to try to, again, start up mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of uh, dedication there and hope on the company. Do you have enough that given the experience, is that a company you'd go work for? It's definitely an ambitious company. And it seems like there's so much stuff going on there that I feel like working there would be pretty interesting because uh, they have like 50 projects going on at the same time. So I would, I, I, I would consider working there. I mean, obviously, for, I'm sure any engineer would be would there's there's prestige in working in Tesla and putting them on your, on your resume when you when you're trying to work somewhere else. And I can't say that wholeheartedly, 100%. I'd work I'd work at Atlas above any other company ever, but I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't turn my nose at it. I wouldn't be a thousand percent opposed to it given if I had the appropriate skill set. So to end this off, mm -hmm. hopeful but doubtful. Mm -hmm. it's, there's, there's a lot to do here. There's a lot to watch. Hopefully the story continues. Mm -hmm. um, you can reserve the car if you'd like, zero money down. Yep. And if you want to invest in this company, you can invest in the company as well. Yep. That's it. Wish him the best.